I'm Jared Coffin, and I'd like to become a project manager. You are listening to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast, Episode 25. Today's topic, Personal Growth and Development with Jared Coffin and Naomi Coyette. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast at SensiblePM.com, where you get an insider's edge on practical project management. Now, here is your host, Mark Phillip. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast. My name is Mark Phillippe, and I am the Sensible Project Manager. Now, last week, we met Jared Coffin, who wants to become a project manager. Today, Jared continues his journey. Now, before we get to today's session, I wanted to share a couple more thoughts about why I am doing this series. Now, first of all, I really am looking forward to helping Jared as he makes his way into project management. But I also love to be able to help other people make that same jump into project management. And I hope that this this series will help you and inspire you to become a project manager. I think this is going to be a great way for you to be able to to learn important project management topics because during the series, that's essentially what we'll be doing. Not only will we be following Jared as he makes his way into project management, but we will also be talking about very important project management topics in a very practical way. I also encourage those of you who are project managers to serve our community and begin mentoring other aspiring project managers. I hope that aligns with what you are looking for out of this series. Okay. Let's get to the session with Jerry Coffin. And now, today's feature. I have been actually practicing project management for about the last 27 plus years. I've worked in the private sector, the public sector, and also with nonprofits, and particularly in the IT space. This is Naomi Cayetti, and she's going to help Jared with his personal growth and development. I've managed large projects at a data center for external and internal customers. I've worked with a nonprofit such as the Project Management Institute at the local, regional, and global level. And I've also helped coach and mentor not only team members, junior project managers, program managers, and executive sponsors in collaborative leadership. You blog also, is that right? Yes, um, I am a subject matter expert uh, uh, at the projectmanagement.com website. And you, if you hadn't heard, the PMI, all PMI communities of practice have now merged onto the projectmanagement.com website. And I actually have a blog at that website as well as I am a managing editor over at the glassbreakers.net, which is a small women's network that I started a couple of years ago. And it's a small group of 10 women who are um, uh, leaders in project management, very active in our community, and they span the globe. So we are um, virtual and global. I know that you have a lot of interest in personal growth and development. Talk to us a little bit about that and what gives you the motivation for for working on that specifically? 
Well, this is something that um, I'm, I have been very passionate about for many years. About 10 years ago, I had the great honor and opportunity to be selected uh, because I had to, to compete and go through a leadership program that was delivered by the Project Management Institute. So it was a year-long program. They had us work with a global group of project leaders throughout the globe. So my group consisted of about 25 participants that were in um, the United States, Europe, Asia. I think we had a representative from um, Japan and we traveled to different parts of the United States. And actually um, I traveled out of the country to meet with this group and actually go through the leadership program and uh, receive a certificate from the Project Management Institute. And um, I learned all about the, the different aspects of leadership. And my focus after completing that program was to pay it forward and to help advance. My mantra was to help advance the profession one project manager at a time. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's still my focus. And I have continued in it and have expanded on that. And now I'm I created the glass breakers to inspire women to lead. And so I'm also focusing there because I see a need. And so I have continued to engage with my community where I see a need. And so I reached out to Mark because he was starting this second mentoring series to help a mentee, a, a aspiring project manager to actually go through the process to get more involved with project management and, and actually choose it as a career. And so I was very interested in that and I very excited to uh, share some groundbreaking research that PMI um, Leadership Community of Practice has done with an assessment company and a university. All right, then, Jared, along the way, well, so what we're going to do is we're going to use her knowledge and experience and help apply that to your journey as as you make that transition into project management. So questions about that, Jared, before we let's before we dive into kind of turning it over to Naomi to, to help guide us on this. What about project management, uh, Naomi, was kind of uh, most interesting to you, which got you started into it? Uh, well, actually, I was working for the private sector, working at the state of California, and I was actually an IT lead for a data center, and I was doing a lot of internal projects and started to do more external projects, but I didn't have the title of project manager. So I guess I I would call myself what people um, out in the community talk about as an accidental project manager. I was doing project management without the title. I was acting as what um, they were using different terms in our organization. They would either call you a team leader or IT lead. When I uh, engaged with the local PMI chapter and started working with those folks and they got me excited about uh, actually working within the chapter in a leadership role. They had me working as an ambassador and the ambassador for the chapter actually would reach out to universities and public and private organizations to spread the word about project management. 
And one of the key things that I did when I was the ambassador is I actually got to work with Hewlett Packard and I and PMI because I reached out to the project management global side and deliver the what Hewlett Packard wanted is they wanted the local chapter to deliver a presentation on project management and actually kind of uh, share a story not only about the, the practice of project management, that you could pursue it as a career, and also part of their presentation that was done globally is they had a project manager within their own organization speak and talk about their training. And once I was able to do that and see what kind of experience I could get working within my community and, and sharing the skill sets, um, and recognizing that the skill sets that I was using was actually doing project management, I wanted to pursue it and get my credential and get more involved with the local chapter in a leadership capacity and serve on the board. And, and that I did. I did serve as VP of um, marketing and communications for our local chapter. And I went on to pursue more, more roles within the project management at a global level working on steering committees and for component and also communities of practice. And I worked in their leadership program. I think I recognized that I had the passion and the motivation. I also had the time. <laughs> I didn't have young children at home. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, you know, because it does take a commitment, I was able to balance my personal and professional career and and do some traveling and spend quite a bit of time committing myself to um, growing myself as a leader and serving on the board and in other various capacities that I that I did for PMI Global. Oh well, thank you for that. Uh, that's that's a very impressive uh, chronology of you know of how it happened. There's a few stories that that are similar within our chapter where they you know there there was a need or they fell into it. Um, and there was a need for a project manager. And uh, I think in a lot more facets, even, you know, I'm in IT, particularly in web developing. And um, although they do seem to be short phases of, pro- you know, of projects, there probably is more of a need for a project manager than we might think there is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, I want to jump in here. I think that this is really important because everybody gets into project management in a different path, but a lot of us really do so, as you described, Naomi, in an accidental way, because you're usually, we're, we usually start in in some kind of a role where we're right out of college or first in a position, and then we begin to recognize and others recognize in us some leadership abilities. And it's, it's that development of those leadership abilities that really helps guide us towards project management. And I think, Jared, that's kind of what you're going through now. You have that inkling that you do have some leadership abilities and you're just reaching out looking for a way to develop that. Is, is that is that correct? Is that what you're feeling? Yeah, that that's absolutely correct. And with with inter- withholding meetings and interacting with people and new people joining a company in the past, you know, I'd like to develop that leadership ability further. Well, let's turn to that. Naomi, help guide us through the steps on, on, on what you would do to help Jared in that transition into project management. Okay. Well, 
Several years ago, I participated in a research study that was being put on by um, in partnership with the Project Management Institute's Leadership Community of Practice, an assessment company called Pradco, and Baldwin University. I was a participant in the in the research, and basically the premise of the research uh, was it was directed at project and program managers and and there were other participants that also participated in the research, but they wanted to address uh, two questions that were being asked at the university level. That basically was, what are the right behaviors for success and how do we accelerate the training? Because basically the reality of project management in most organizations today is they need a project manager who has experience and they need them right away to hit the ground running. So you will probably hear project managers talk about either looking for an opportunity and recognizing that they don't have the experience that they're looking for, that there are project managers who are in project management offices that maybe don't have all the training dollars available to them to continue their uh, leadership. Maybe they're doing some small projects, but they really want to get to those managing multiple projects or managing a program or working with external customers or uh, maybe working on a virtual project that might be global. And Mark can um, attest to this. And I think probably um, you've had a little bit of experience yourself in project management. It takes time and experience to get better at project management. It is both the art and a science. And so the survey was, uh, the research that came out was very interesting. So I followed it and I attended a webinar that was delivered by um, PMI's Leadership Institute, Leadership Community of Practice, along with the uh, participants of of the research study. And it was, I, I thought it was so exciting that I needed to, to share it. So a, a couple of years ago, I was asked to speak at International Project Management Day, and I shared this research with that Alcatel-Lucent community. And so basically, the, the survey was done with the three participants, and the company Pradco developed an assessment tool and selected th- three behavioral indi- indices to provide the foundation for the survey. They focused on competence, competency, leadership, and emotional intelligence, and each of those indices had multiple dimensions um, to, to compare and contrast the behaviors. Name, name those things again. They were competency? They were competency, leadership, and emotional intelligence. Okay. Um, and this is actually um, listed in the report that I, I did a blog on to introduce our um, series that I'm partnering with you on um, with Jared. And I, the report does discuss this. Okay. So uh, basically, the survey, the participants shared their experience and, and opinions to identify data to validate those behaviors that they were looking um, to, to focus on. The project management experience was captured from multiple perspectives. 97.5% were PMP certified, and a small percentage of other respondents also held other PMI certifications as well as certifications from. Prince, which is a UK government standard, and the IIBA, which is the International Institute of Business Analysis. 
and the majority of participants had been involved in project management for either over 10 years, followed by six to 10 years, one to five years, and a few respondents with less than a year. And the representation from those who were surveyed were 57.5% from North America, Asia was 19.4%, and Europe was 12.2%. So there were 680 respondents in this survey. And of those that were surveyed, 48.5% were from companies with over 3,000 employees. And the key thing there is when you have that many employees, I would expect that there is a higher level of project management maturity in that those size of organizations. And more than 15 different types of industries participated in the survey. And so I think this is where I, I thought, you know, for Jared and many others in the audience, this is, this is important. 50% of the respondents came from these groups, high-tech manufacturing, healthcare, government, consulting and legal, finance, insurance, and real estate services. And of the, very, of the many different types of industries represented, the top two were information technology at 47.1% and engineering at 13%. And how, when, when did the survey occur? I believe it occurred in 2012. Okay, so fairly recent then. Yeah, fairly recent. So the results, one of the, when I, when I listened to the webinar, which Jared, are you a PMI member? I am. Yes. So, um, you will have this uh, webinar available to you to listen to. And if I uh, strongly suggest that you, if you get the opportunity, um, this is the, the first step in, um, in accelerating your learning in the area of project management related to this research. And there is more detail and discussion in the webinar that you will gain, you know, a great benefit in, in listening to. But one of the most powerful findings discussed in the webinar is the fact that the behavioral results, which I'll cover, showed consistency from all industries, all ge geographic areas, all organizational sizes and roles. So the assertion that to be successful in any industry as a project and program manager, you need to exhibit these behaviors. So that was the really, I thought, exciting thing. They had enough participants and respondents from a variety of industries and the way that they did the research, which is covered in a great detail in the webinar, that you can actually take, take this and whether you are interested in information technology or you want to work in the government space or you want to work in healthcare and so on, these behaviors you need to exhibit as a project or program manager and these behaviors have seemed to help identify that they are, are going to help you be more successful. So what are the behaviors? I did post this on my, on my blog, but um, I'll just go, go through these quickly. So this is what the results are that they found through uh, their survey and their, their research. So for a, a project manager, they have six behaviors listed. 
for a shared project and program manager, they have five. And for um, just program manager, there are five. So the six behaviors they identified for uh, to be successful as a project manager are to be proactive, to be flexible, to be focused on influencing people, to be following up, promoting teamwork, and motivating. And one thing that you'll recognize in all of these behaviors I'm going to list is they have nothing to do with the hard skills of project management. It's all about the soft skills and how you use your hard skills to focus on the project side, but you're really focused on um, using a lot of your soft skills. So let me jump in here, Jared. When when we when she talks about the hard skills and the soft skills, do you know what that is? Do you do you understand what what those differences are? Because we we use that a lot, those terminologies a lot in project management and some of the the documentation. So, well, I think of hard skills as having the you know being able to. To, to conduct a project from start to finish using the tools that you need. It's, it's more, it's, it's more technical or it's more, um, you know, you, it's calculations and just having the skill set. But the soft skills are, they're personable and they, it's, it's really how you interact with the team. That's kind of how I look at it. Good. Yeah. So a lot of the things that you see, in the PMBOK, for instance, those are really talking about the technical skills. Now they do talk about soft skills, but the development of those soft skills, a lot of times in the PMBOK, they'll reference them, but they don't really dive into what it takes to develop those soft skills. But absolutely what Naomi, what you're saying is the development of those, those soft skills are crucial for success in project management. Is that correct? That is correct. And I will add to that and say that the, the project management body of knowledge is focused on primarily sharing with you those nine knowledge areas and those five phases. And those are the, those are the things that will help guide you in managing your project to completion. But they also have begun to talk about those those soft skills, those leadership skills that you also need to be using to work with your stakeholders and your team members. So there's a there's been some adjustments to the current project management body of knowledge. They added a new section on stakeholder management. Um, and they also discuss leadership. I believe there's an addendum or or a section in the back of the PMBOK that but this is kind of part of the reason why I'm sharing this with you today, because it really needs to be something that you as an individual identify that no matter where you work, you need to focus on your personal growth and development. And it needs to be a, a daily ongoing practice. And, um, I, you know, I'll just say it right now. I, highly recommend and, and do consistently share with project managers that you should have a personal growth and development plan to help carry you through your your journey down the path to to leadership and and just know you're going to switch and shift along 
the way as you as you acquire more uh, information and experiences that, that help guide the direction you want to take your career in. So are we ready to dive into the other behaviors? Yes, let's let's do that. So the five areas of behavior that both the project and program manager share are to be communicative, have integrity, to focus on building trust with your team, stakeholders, to be goal-driven and results-oriented. And so you can, you can see now that the behaviors are changing a little bit. So now let's talk about what a program manager would be focusing on in their role. What are their key behaviors? They are strategic thinking, organizational awareness, leading change, judgment, and driving results. So you can see that they've gotten for soft skills. It's more technical. It's, it's actually working at a different level. Whereas a project manager would be proactive, a program manager is doing strategic thinking. So um, this is very exciting research. And so the very first step. Look, before I'm sorry, yes. Naomi, before you get there, I want to make sure that Jared's clear on. Okay. Are, are you clear on the difference between a project manager and a program manager? Because the, what she just pointed out is really important to understand and the the uniqueness between the project managers and a program manager. So do you are you clear on what what the roles the different roles are? I think a program manager manages a a, a cluster of projects and is at a higher level. So I can kind of see between project and program manager how the program manager is listing out all soft skills as being very important. Yeah, so you're correct, but programs are actually can be more than just multiple projects. It's either, it's usually either groupings of projects of, of like projects, as well as it can tie in operational types of activities that the program manager will have responsibility for. And a program manager, depending on the organization, but a program manager likely has a little bit more responsibility than the project manager. Naomi, can you maybe put any more clarity on that than what I just did? Um, sure. I mean, there's there's a variety of aspects of uh, to define a, a program manager, but um, some of the other things is they have project managers that report to them. They may be focused on managing key strategic initiatives that those uh, multiple projects in their program are tied to, to help, you know, deliver on the value of that key initiative or uh, for an external customer or to get a return on investment for the organization. Uh, obviously, I think, um, as Jared mentioned, you know, that you are working at a higher level and you are working probably at kind of a, an executive level. You probably have a budget, you, you're, you know, you're hiring staff, maybe managing a project of your own um, at that level if you're a working program manager too. Okay, good. Thank you. I just okay. wanted to make sure that there was a some clarity on, on the difference between the two and, and why the skills that you're talking about, the behaviors that you're talking about, are slightly different. Yes. Okay. Are, are we good, uh, Jared, with that? We want to move on? Yeah, that, that definitely that clears it up. Okay. Thanks. Okay, so I'm sorry I interrupted you when you were about ready to – what were you going to step into next? 
So, so basically, that's that's kind of pretty much the premise of what um, I wanted to to share with Jared today. Is this is the very first step in this accelerated learning related to this research is understanding the research data. So you'll have access to my blog. You can um, actually not only review the report. Um, I posted my slides for a presentation I gave. It's just kind of walking through, and obviously I don't have the presentation notes there, but if you have any questions about both the research and how you move through the steps, uh, you can reach out to me. And then if you listen to the webinar that you have access to through PMI, it's posted on the Leadership Community of Practice, it will give you more insight insight because I think understanding the data and it, and it kind of sounds like Mark gave me a little bit of insight uh, to your background. So it kind of sounds like you may have already done a little planning and focused on your personal development. You've been looking at, you know, your, your, you know, what your strengths are, what, what your, you know, what your why is, why you are interested in project management. Also, you have a, a goal, you know, you have several goals. And so I think this is something that you haven't actually put it down on paper is to start making uh, maybe journaling or maybe the next step is um, actually using an assessment tool to help identify your strengths and, and your weaknesses. So then you can take that tool and use it to focus on your personal development plan to identify what your goals and objectives are, you know, whether it, it be that you go on to get your PMP and whether you want to get more experience in the IT um, area, managing some small projects. So you get those hours in working towards your um, application for your PMP, or is it just going to be gaining more experience so you can continue to advance um, in your career as you choose to do so? Yeah. So Jared, as as Naomi and I sat down and started talking about about this this project, I'll call it our our, our series here, uh, it, it became pretty clear that Naomi's really bringing a really important thing. Uh, you and I had kind of start, started stepping into s some of the the technical side of thing, but it might it to me it makes sense to kind of step back a little bit and see if we can focus on those goals and make sure that you're, that you have clarity on what those goals are. And then from time to time, we'll bring Naomi in to help check in on how you're, how you're progressing on, on those goals and working towards that, the, the personal development. Does that make sense? It does. Definitely. Okay. So Naomi, you talk about some tools. Are there any specific tools that you would recommend? to Jared and or is there any homework? So, so Jared, I've got some homework assignment already for you. There's certainly the, the webinar that I'll pass on to you so we can, so you can check that out as well as, uh, Naomi's blog post. You, you have, you're going to have what three in the series. Is that correct? Naomi? What I'll do is I'll, I can go ahead and add to my current blog post, uh, a follow-up where to search for a few tools Jared might want to use, and maybe he's heard heard of them or used some of them. But there, 
our tools called Strength Development Inventory is one, SDI. Um, usually have to take a class to get that one. There's some books out there. One of, them, one of the ones, I can't remember the author off the top of my head right now. I haven't had my cup of coffee yet. <laughs> but um, it's called Strengths Finder. And I think it was a it was a top bestseller, but it's a, it's a small book. And I think it actually allows you to do assessment online or use, you know, using the book and you can get some quick information that way. And there's also some tools on a website called mind tools, some very simple tools. I ran across one. It's called the SWOT analysis. It's just something to get you thinking it's and which you've already kind of been doing it, but I also get you to kind of put your thoughts down on paper. I find that very, a very powerful thing to do when you actually have to commit it to paper and you write it down because you've really begun to look at it and, and analyze it. And, and I think you've kind of already done that. And I think um, part of what this uh, accelerated learning is, is actually identifying what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and where do you need to spend your time focusing so you can continue to accelerate that, that learning and where do you need to gain the experience and, focus on your strengths and close those behavioral gaps. So it's, it's, it's key. It's, it's really key. And I really think Jared, you have a great amount of experience. I think you're, you're on your way already. I will say that I do. I do say, I think I recognize that you are well, well on your way with the experience and the thought you put behind um, actually committing yourself to this program, working with, Mark and going through this mentoring series. So, and congratulations on your CAPM. I wanted to tell you that. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, yeah, I just got it uh, last December. And also, you know, thanks for working with me. Um, it's part of my inspiration of, or seeing the necessity for project management is I've worked with uh, some in the past. And, you know, as a developer working in the team, there was a great, you know, observation of side-by-side -side comparison with a project manager and without. And with a project manager, we always seemed to know that we were doing the right thing all the time. It was very structured and the project went very smoothly. And so you're looking for the, the ability to have those same skills so that you can make that same effect on projects that you engage in in the future, huh? Yeah, I think it would be great and the, and the stakeholders would have a, you know, rather than just kind of wondering, would have a very solid idea of, you know, when they can have their things on their wish list or, you know, additions to a project. Okay, I want to step in here. Notice that Jared has mentioned a couple of times that he has been influenced by those project managers that he was watching on his teams. That has really had an impact on him and how he looks at project management. Those of you who are aspiring project managers, recognize that. Take the time to look at other project managers and see how you can use their influence to help shape your career. And those of you who are project managers, recognize that other people are looking and they might be interested in learning from you. So take the time to mentor. All right, let's get back. Naomi, anything else that you can think of to give guidance to get started here? When you start looking at, at tools and he starts thinking about whether he wants to uh, get something off the internet or buy a book, it may take him a little little time. And then once he gets the tool, it's going to be a little a thought process uh, behind it. So it could be it could be this process could take a couple of weeks. I mean, I'd like to say that 
oh, sure, you could put it all down, you know, in one sitting. It doesn't happen that way. I like to think of it this way, that if you have a tool, and I've used a lot of just one-page tools, that you carry this piece of paper around or it's on your laptop or whatever, and as you have time to sit down and reflect, spend a little quiet time that you jot your thoughts down because they may come to you just during the day or they may just come to you in one sitting. I, I, I don't know. Everyone's different, but it, it's, it's part of the self-introspection, I guess. Mm-hmm. It takes a little time. Well, great. Yeah. Let's, let's make this as a target then. By next time we meet, Jared, why don't you at least have a, a pretty good idea as to which tool you would like to pursue? And then, then I'll look to you to tell me when you think, all right, I think I'm, I've, I've completed my assessment and let's get Naomi back on and, and, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can review that. Does that make sense? Is a good plan? Yeah, that definitely is. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Well, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us. I think this has been a great, this has been very educational for me. I, I love doing this. One of the reasons why I love this so much is because, it forces me to learn as well. So Jared, I get as much out of this as you might be getting as well. And so thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, anything else before we sign off? Um, no, I just, uh, want to thank you, Mark, for uh, putting together another series and, um, actually finding a mentee because that's a whole other aspect of what we're doing here is, um, you know, mentor, mentee and, and coaching through this series. And I think that's what a lot of people either want or want to hear about. And so I think our audience will learn as well as we're, we will learn from each other. Um, that's the other benefit of doing this. And so I want to thank you, Mark, for putting this together and you, Jared, for stepping up. And I would be re- be remiss if we did not introduce Jared to our community we have out on PM chat on Twitter. Oh, very good. Yes. So, so tell us about that. We meet every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we, we talk about a variety of subjects. It's a great way to meet members in your community um, virtually. Um, I'm sure you'll find connections out there. We talk about a variety of topics in the project management space, and we'd love to, to have you drop in if you ever have the opportunity. And um, Jared, do you have a Twitter account? I do. Yeah. Is, is it at PM chat or I can just, yeah, uh, yes. I, I can probably find it. And so what you do follow. is, yeah. So what we do is that if you're in the East coast, so at noon, your time every Friday, <laughs> we just, we just get together and there's usually a topic in which we're going to talk about and everybody it's, it's kind of a fun, just get together and lots of good ideas tossed around and a little bit of banter as well. And, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty fun just getting together and chat through, uh, spend an hour just going through and chatting with each other and learn a little bit about, a little bit more about our project management. So you just look for the hashtag PM chat. Right. Okay. Great. Thanks, Naomi. You're welcome. And we'll- yeah, thank well, you. Thank you, Jerry. So, um, yeah, f- uh, follow up on my blog and, um, you know, uh, listen to the webinar and have the report on hand when you listen to the webinar so you can take some notes. You should be able to print out the report. I'll make it a downloadable PDF, too, because you can read it on my site, but I'll make it um, so that you can download it, too. Oh, and good. Can I share that with my my community as well? 
Absolutely. Perfect. Also, just let Jared know to follow up. You can find my blog on www.theglassbreakers.net. Okay. And just go to Naomi's blog and you'll find my postings there. Well, great. Well, uh, thanks to both of you. I hope you guys have a great, great week. And uh, Jared, go take care of your wife. <laughs> that's what last night's class was about so <laughs> oh, good. yeah she is the center uh she's the center until the day the baby comes and then the baby is the center of, of the universe <laughs> you're right <laughs> all right gentlemen i'm signing off all right thanks thanks to both of you have a great day okay bye-bye bye bye-bye Okay, I hope you have learned what behaviors you need to focus on to become a project manager, or a better one. Thank you, Naomi, for your guidance. It's been great to be able to have you join the podcast and be able to help Jared as we guide him through this experience. We will have Naomi on next week to review Jared's personal assessment, so look forward to that. I also wanted to mention, for those of you who are going to this year's PMI Global Congress, Naomi has been named by projectmanagement.com as a featured subject matter expert at the 2015 PMI Global Congress being held in October in Orlando, Florida. You can sign up for a special Ask an Expert session where she will be sharing her expertise and advice in the areas of talent, project, program, and portfolio management, as well as others. Now, I want to remind you, if you're an aspiring project manager, I am putting together a free course to help you become a project manager. To sign up for that free course when it is ready, you can go to the show notes at sensiblepm.com slash 25. You'll find a link there. Now, I'd like to ask you a couple other things. Please share this series with other aspiring and existing project managers so we can help them along their journey as well. Also, if you would, please leave me a review on iTunes. It really does help me. I really appreciate it. Now, until next week, remember... A sensible project manager always looks for a practical way to lead a project to success. You've been listening to the Sensible Project Manager, Mark Philippi, on the Sensible Project Manager podcast. To learn more about practical project management, visit us at sensiblepm.com.